Well, for all of us that was even interested, was awaiting the start of the second set of the January 6th committee hearings that was set to begin on September 28th, hoping to see any new revelations that was going to come out of them. But it was canceled due to the hurricane that hit Florida and South Carolina. I'll share some thoughts on this and one other thing right after the intro. You are listening to Another Opinion. I'm your host, Marlon Hughes, and I can be reached at marlongene29 at gmail.com. Welcome to my weekly commentary and opinion podcast. If you like what you hear, Please like and share the podcast with others. If you'd like to hear more of this content, then please subscribe to the podcast as another way to support me. You can find this podcast on Podbeam, Google Podcasts, or wherever you subscribe to your favorite podcasts. Well, before I get off into my commentary on my couple of subjects today, I want to say that I hope that everyone that is living in Florida or in South Carolina or anywhere along the path of the hurricane or the tropical storm or large storm, that you're safe, that your loved ones are safe and those that are past, we are grieving right along with you. We hope everything works out the way it's supposed to. So now... I want to be clear in in these January 6th hearings that's been going on uh, we want to know new revelations in my opinion I think the first set of January 6th um, hearings I think a lot of that stuff came out that we kind of already knew right we know that we know that the former president is a liar, a con man, and he was responsible for a lot of the things that happened on January 6th because he planned on all of this to happen, right? He started as long as two years before the election even started by planting the seeds in people's heads that the election was going to be stolen, that 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 they was going to get it by nefarious means that the the voting system was not up to par all of these things that he planted a seed in these people's heads long before january 6th even happened by calling the the press the enemy uh throwing shade at marginalized groups as uh, blacks women all of this he he essentially put a seed in weak-minded people's heads that their America, the America that they envision and think that they have is being taken away from them. And the only way to get it back was to fight. He's even said that in various, various um, speeches that he that he spoke out to his to his cult in a sense that's what he's he has created a cult comprised of white nationalists 
evangelical Christians and those that have an axe to grind. So the first set of January 6th uh, hearings really kind of revealed the depths of it, right? The, the depths of the, the obvious revelations that we already knew that was taking place. He's a con man, he's a thief, and he's a liar, and he's a racist. We all knew that going into the first set. The only thing that the first set of hearings is just confirm that. It just revealed that. It just it, it let us know the depths of it. Well, now here we are on the brink of part two. And what 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 does part two really going to show us? Is there going to be anything new that's going to come out? So let's back it up. So since the the, the first since the end of the first part, in my view, two things came out of it that was glaring, that was whoa, that we knew that would that we knew it was going to happen, and what happened. So the two things: the the highest ranking Republican on the committee lost her reelection bid, and it was expected. Because, because Donald Trump went right after her, and that was Liz Cheney, and Liz Cheney went right after him. They fought that shit out publicly. She was saying some things, he was saying some things. So we knew that this was going to happen. This was expected to happen that she was going to lose her reelection bid. So. Donald Trump goes on over there to Wyoming, get the most repulsive, ignorant ass woman that he could possibly find that's going to lick all over his balls to get his endorsement, which really don't mean shit other than the fact that you agree with his dumbass shit. And then the people of Wyoming, God forbid, you, what in the fuck are you thinking? elects this they they pick this woman to lead the Republican Party there in fucking Wyoming now let's not get it twisted Liz Cheney is no angel by no means but at least in this moment right here she is absolutely right on to fight for democracy that was one thing that came out of the hearings that we knew that was going to happen it was expected that, that that fight between her and Donald Trump was public but the second one was kind of a surprise to me after all the revelations that came out at the tail end of the first set of hearings it surprised me that the Department of Justice and the FBI acted quickly on seize or on serving a warrant, serving one there at Donald Trump's property at Mar-a-Lago. And he whined and cried about it. The usual bullshit when he's wrong, when you know he's wrong and 
what he does. It's just his MO. They're targeting me, blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. You had no business and no right with top secret documents unsecured in your trashy ass resort. What the fuck are you going to do with classified material? I'm going to ask this question of all of you that is listening to this right now. What in the world are you going to do with top secret documents unsecured in your place? There's only one. You know what? What do you think about it? What do you think about it? You can you you can have the go into the comment section of any of the places that I've mentioned and tell me what is a person going to do with top secret documents in his possession he's not supposed to have that shit and no I don't want to hear that he can just declassify whatever he wants to it doesn't work that fucking way if you want my opinion on it I think he was selling that shit to the highest bidder or he wouldn't have that shit there So they go through this whole big old charade thing about getting a special master and and holding off the investigation and and having lawyers say, okay, this could be evidence. No, dude. Another stalling tactic by the chief staller himself. The former president of the United States with top secret active documents is wrong. It's against the law. It, it just is. He is no longer president. He is a citizen, a private citizen, which he does not have any right to those documents. He does not hold the power to declassify anything. None whatsoever. This, this right here is an open and shut fucking case. Full stop. I don't understand why this man is not going before a court of law right now. I don't understand that shit. People go to prison for fucking less. But here he has top secret classified documents. And they're not doing anything about it. This right here loses my faith in the justice system. He's a private citizen. Arrest this motherfucker and put him in fucking prison behind it. Full stop. I'm going to keep it short right here. But you can find this podcast on any social media platform such as Facebook or Twitter or even Instagram. You might want to get to Instagram and see some pics of me and all of that old stuff. But at any rate, you can comment on this on any of those platforms that I mentioned. But please keep them, please keep them relevant to the point and respectful of others. I'm gonna take a break right here. I'll be right back after this.
Welcome back and thank you for sticking around. All music that is played on this podcast comes from freemusicarchive.org. As mentioned before, you can find me on Facebook and you can find me on Twitter. You can, you can leave any comments or suggestions on those two social media platforms. Just a reminder, please be relevant and to the point and please be respectful to others on their commenting as well. So let me kind of wrap this up about the uh, January 6th committee. You know, I, I know that I know that Congress uh, Congress or politicians up there in Washington, they have committees for everything. And I, and at first I just was not a fan of the January 6th committee because I didn't think that anything new or anything in depth was going to come out of it. I just knew it felt like that, that the committee members was going to be blocked at every turn, that it was going to really play to the political side of it. And, and the Republicans, I have to say, tried to do that they tried to make these these committees they tried to make this committee this january 6th committee they tried to make it irrelevant by grandstanding and having their little snippets and throwing a little mud on it but the more i listened to it the more i kind of kind of paid attention to it the committee and the members of that committee had a purpose they got a purpose in all of this and that purpose is to try to reach as many people as possible through their their telecasts and some of their uh some of the remarks that they put on social media they're trying to reach as many people as possible with the truth now for the hardcore donald trump fan or hardcore Donald Trump cult member or 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 white nationalist or whoever it may be, you're just not gonna reach them. They're gone. They're they're they're, they're fried. They're long gone. There's just no way you're gonna bring them back from the edge. They're ready to jump. And I think as we go further along, the closer we're gonna get to the election itself on in, in, in November there's going to be more of this rhetoric this harmful rhetoric that's going to come out of it you know they're going to cheat they're going to they're going to here comes the aliens here comes the the uh, illegals you know all the things that they spew out every time election season come here so far about illegal people voting that's no way that shit is happening. And if you had any kind of sense or if you even spent a little bit of time paying attention to the political process, you know that this is not true. It's not true. Illegal people do not vote here in the United States. We go through too much just to verify who you are. No matter what state you live in. And all of these laws that came out of the last election is just so it's just voter suppression. Wrapped up in some bullshit. But back to the committee. The committee in itself is warning us. 
That's their purpose. They're warning us to be vigilant and to pay attention to the electoral process. Pay attention and ask questions of politicians that are trying to court your vote. Because if we don't, we're going to lose the little bit of fucking freedom that we have now. And that's enough about that subject. I also want to speak a little bit on as I've as I shared in an earlier podcast, I am a big sports fan. I am a football fan and I am a college football fan dear to my heart and I root for the Oklahoma Sooners. But something happened Saturday. You know, as a fan, I have to temper, I have to temper my emotions with the team that I love. I don't want to scare anybody. I don't want to be angry or anything like that. I have to always keep in perspective that these are kids out there on the field playing with the passion that is necessary for them to be on the team and to get to the next level. And as a fan, I want to be respectful of that. Not only the kids at the school that I root for, but the school and establishment of itself. And social media is a big part of being respectful. I don't want to get on there and bash the team and bash the player because they lost. There's always going to be a winner and there's always going to be a loser. And I'm just going to speak. I'm going to speak to to the fact that I'm an Oklahoma Sooner fan. And the expectations of the team and of itself are huge every year. But I have to realize that this team is going through a rebuilding phase. New coach, new system, new players, It takes time for a championship team to be a championship team. It takes time for the program to manifest itself with the school. New ideas come in from a new coach. And the way that he wants to run his program, it takes time. On average, we say on average three years. That means the recruits from the prior coaching staff has to be gone at least three years. So I'm going to be patient with my Oklahoma Sooners. I'm going to be patient with them because I know that they're all trying hard to get it right. And with that, I'm just going to close this out. It might have sound more like a rant than a commentary this time around. My apologies. But please leave a comment in the comment sections and join us again next week for another one of my commentary and opinion podcasts. Until then, peace.